Hello and welcome back to Brick by Brick. I am your host, Emily Verbecki, and today we're coming back to the podcast and to our conversation that we hope will help all of us understand pieces of Albion's past, present, and future through our conversation with today's guest, which is uh, she is an Albion native and also certainly a young community leader with an outstanding future ahead of her. Katie Porter is a 2016 graduate of Marshall High School and will be graduating from Albion College this Saturday, May 2nd. Uh, Katie has always been involved in Albion and has taken her role as a leader and role model very seriously. And today we're looking forward to learning how Albion has shaped Katie's perspective on the world, her time as a Build Albion Fellow, and also her plans for life after graduation. So welcome, Katie. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. So um, many people who listen to the podcast know that we've been doing some distance recording um, during the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, and today is not um, not any different. So Katie and I are recording over Zencaster again, giving this a try again. And we also talked about how, you know, uh, COVID has certainly had an impact on Katie and the end of her career at Albion College. I'm sure she had no idea um, or could never have thought three or four months ago that, that this would be kind of where she's at right now. But this is also a very small portion of her Albion story. Her Albion story is a, as an Albion College graduate, future graduate, a Britain um, a community member. So the conversation will touch on it a little bit, but won't be necessarily the the focus of the conversation. So Katie, we always start out um, our podcast episodes with um, asking each guest to first share about their Albion story. So as a, a longtime resident of Albion, grew up in Albion, Tell us a little bit about what it was like to grow up in Albion and why you chose to stay in Albion and to attend Albion College. Okay, so um, I've lived in Albion since I was three. Both of my parents are from Albion and they came back when they started having kids. So we're here. Um, both of my grandparents are from town, both sides. Um, so it's really where family is from for me. Um, I went to Albion High School through freshman year, which is the last year that um, the high school was open. And then I went to Marshall for the last three years of my high school experience. Um, through that, the Build Albion Fellows formed at the college. And I decided to try and take advantage of that opportunity to once remain in my hometown while excelling my future. And two, to be able to see Albion where it is now, because when I graduated from high school, we were just starting to understand that we didn't really have a public school system anymore, but also figure out how to make us better, even without that staple of what a town should traditionally have. Um, so for me, Albion's just always been family, whether I'm actually related or I'm not. Um, at school, um, class sizes were small, knew everybody's name, knew everybody's face, knew everything about that person because I'd been with them through kindergarten. So every person I see on the street, it just it's, reminds me of family, and that's what Albion is for me. 
That's awesome. And I'm sure you've carried that on to your Albion College community. Certainly the college is a a small community. It's not a large campus. It's a little bit harder to know people all the way from kindergarten. But I would also imagine some of the Build Albion Fellows have been, were your kindergarten classmates um, way back, you know, multiple years ago. Is that, is that the case for you? Yes, um, I have been blessed enough to attend college with my three best friends and now my fiance. Um, we've been friends forever, um, all of us, and we've been able to continue our education and stay together a little bit longer than most friend groups. So we've been really grateful for that opportunity at the college. That's got to provide an awesome support system in all those transitions along the way from, you know, middle school to high school and high school to college. And now as you really transition into adult world outside of um, outside of an undergraduate career, you, you know, having that support system it seems like it would be really have enhanced your experience. Definitely, definitely. I don't think I would be where I'm at academically or socially at the college without going in with that core group of people. We supported ourselves to the change of, oh, you're living at your parents' house to, oh, look, I've got a dorm room and I can do whatever I want at all times of day. And really making sure we all stayed on track to make sure that our futures were going to be successful. Um, yeah, I, I really don't think that I would be where I'm at without them. <laughs> That's awesome. So you touched on this a little bit, but I was hoping you could tell us a little bit more about your high school career. You started out attending Albion Public Schools as the district was annexed to Marshall Public Schools. Mm -hmm. Share with us a bit um, and all of our listeners about your experience from a student's perspective on how you think the annexation changed the course of, of your education or things that stand out to you during that annexation time that maybe not everybody, all of our listeners understand what it was like from a student's perspective. So Like I said, I was the last freshman class at Albion High School, so I did sophomore, junior, and senior year at Marshall High School. Um, I would not say any of those three years at Marshall were better than another year because it was still all so new, and during those three years, something was always changing. Nothing stayed consistent. It wasn't just oh, the high school's annexed, or oh, now the middle school's annexed, or oh, now Albion only has Harrington as their only school in Albion. Um, So there was a lot of change that continued to happen. So there wasn't an opportunity, it felt like, for students to really understand that this is the new normal because normal kept changing. Um, Sophomore year was, it was difficult. Um, I, uh, I was used to being the, the minority in my classes. Um, so I went from being the minority to being the majority. And that was different for me. I wasn't used to looking like the people in my class. Um, so that, that was difficult. And then, um, I had a lot of teachers that also didn't think I came from Albion because of how I presented myself and my grades. So it was hard to deal with people that didn't understand that good kids came out of Albion. 
that looked like me um, and that I was able to outperform some of the martial natives in academics and any field I applied myself to. Um, so that was definitely roughest sophomore year, um, but definitely improved the longer I was there. Um, by the time my sister was there, my senior year, so I was a senior and she was a freshman. She didn't experience as much of that as I did, but it was still relevant because she was the last class that didn't go to Marshall Middle. Hmm. Interesting. So do you think um, that from the, from the, from the student's perspective, um, you know, a lot of people had talked about during the annexation process that do you know that it wasn't what was right for the kids um that uh, that it was it was really a bad decision for the students um in hindsight do you have um a feeling one way or another about that so that kind of puts me in between a rock and a hard place um academically i can definitely say i was provided more resources um, I was challenged because of the classes that were offered be- simply because they could offer more courses. Um, I took more um, advanced placement courses because they were offered at Marshall. So academically, definitely the right decision. Um, socially, I don't really have a clear-cut answer. Um, it, for me, I mean, I was on the swim team at Albion. I did not swim for Marshall. So high school at Marshall was just all around different for me because I stopped playing the sport that I loved. Um, It was harder to make friends because by the time you're in high school, I mean, you've got your group of friends and that's what you're doing. Um, So socially it was different, but I definitely think we're in a better place now. And that because normal has been this way for a few years at this point, um, nobody's being blindsided, so to speak, and people know Mm -hmm. how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So when you're coming out of Marshall High School, you were accepted to the Build Albion Fellows Program, which was in its, you were the second class of the Build Albion Fellows. Is that right? Yes, yes. I will be the second class of Build Albion Fellows to graduate in a week. <laughs> yes. So tell us a um, tell us more about the Build Albion Fellows program and how that influenced, impact, changed um, what you think your experience was at Albion um, being a part of the program. Okay. So how I always explain the Build Albion Fellows to people is in exchange for X amount of community service, the college provides tuition, room and board. They, they pay for everything. Um, knowing I want to be a physical therapist, um, knowing that I was going to have to do more schooling after I got my bachelor's, when I was accepted into this scholarship program, it was a no-brainer because it's that much it's that less amount of debt that I will have to go into. Um, <laughs> so I've done a lot of community service the last four years. All of it has looked different. Um, it's looked different every semester. Every summer has been different. 
but it might have been a pain in the butt in the moment. But looking back, it has provided me tremendous leadership building um, and time management. Hmm. Awesome. And so as a part of those, a part of the Build Omnium um, Fellows Program, there's some additional classes that uh, the fellows take over their course of the year or course of their career. Um, tell us a little bit about some of those classes. So they have changed since I've started because we're still figuring things out because it's such a new program. Um, I took, I believe it was four classes that were only like fellows classes. Um, and those focused on how to be a leader, how to give back to your community, um, how to understand what a community needs and how not to take over. And then also working on the college and the city relationship because we do have a foot in both doors. So did you find those classes valuable and helpful as you were doing so many different types of volunteer and service um, programs and opportunities along the way? Did you feel like it gave you added tools, added resources um, in that work that you did? Yeah. Um, So one of the courses I can vividly remember learning about helping and hindering a community through acts that would be considered good and how those things can be different. So helping a community So like um, working the aim boxes this holiday season, instead of creating our own food distribution for holiday boxes, we helped a program complete what they were already doing. So we were helping the community rather than hindering it. Um, Really just focusing on helping what's here and building that up rather than replacing what other community groups have already tried to do. I thought that was really important to learn, especially to apply um, in the future to whatever community I go to. Mm-hmm. So speaking of communities that you might go to, I know you're heading off to graduate school in the fall. Tell us, yeah. congratulations, and tell us more about what you're be what you're going to be pursuing, um, how you envision your future career. What kind of things are you working towards? So I have been accepted into Trine University's Doctorate of Physical Therapy program. So I'm going to become a physical therapist. That has been my life plan for quite a while, and I'm so close to achieving it. I can't wait. Um, That is a three-year program that at the end, I will have my doctorate and be a practicing physical therapist. Um, That is in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So I am currently looking at apartments and places to go and things to do while down there. And you're obviously you mentioned already that you're engaged. So a wedding will happen along the way um, somewhere um, after graduation. Um, And I know you guys are in the throes of of wedding plans, um, too. And after you um, earn your degree, what kind of um, environments are you thinking that you might want to work at? Physical therapists work in a lot of different settings. What are what are you hoping to, to work in? So I fell in love with physical therapy through my own experience in an outpatient clinic. Um, I would love to go back to an outpatient clinic um, 
you see a lot of variety there and you help people of all walks of life um, from grandma who just got her hip replaced to the 21 year old athlete that really just wants to play in their last lacrosse game. So no day looks the same, but you're still applying everything that you've learned and not getting bored with the career. Mm, interesting. So you're somebody who needs something different every day to keep you fresh and excited and invigorated. It sounds like. Um, I wouldn't say that I need it, but I think it'll be that much more helpful to make this a real long-term career because I am only 21. <laughs> um, I'll be 24 when I have my doctorate. So I'm, I'm looking long-term, um, mm-hmm. making sure that I don't wear myself out before I get the, um, almost the worth of the education that I've put in. Right. Absolutely. So you have certainly seen the community of Albion change in recent years. Uh, You have been here through a a wide variety of the changes, (laughs) ups and downs. What what change has excited you most about Albion's future, maybe most recently or maybe even not most recently? What what changes have, have, have you most excited? Um. So this is kind of general, but just downtown. Um, Seeing downtown come back to life is absolutely amazing. I remember when the BOEM was closed, when it reopened for a few years, and then when it closed again. So having that back has been great. I mean, that's where my fiancé proposed to me. Um. So that has become quite the landmark for me, seeing the new hotel downtown, seeing different stores pop up, new restaurants, just seeing the fact that community members want to come back to the city that raised them and make sure it's a place that other people want to raise their families. Yeah. And obviously um, I have seen you have, you work at Pure Albion and I've seen you have a fair amount of conversations, whether it's past community members that are back or alumni or parents of, of students. And they always seem to be very willing to engage in conversation about you as a resident and you as a college student and, and and anything that sort of stands out in some of those conversations that you have, have had with people um, that have visited town? Um, like you said, I've had a lot of parents from college students who were either left their kid for a tour and just kind of wanted to give them time to figure out what the college was like by themselves or parents that have just dropped their kid off and are waiting to go watch them play a soccer game or something. The surprise on their faces when I tell them I am born and raised in Albion, I attend Albion College, it never ceases to amaze me. Um, They always chuckle a little bit and say, really, so what kept you here? And then I give them my spiel about family and staying close and being connected to the community that really raised me. And they, you can see the switch in their eyes. And when they realize that either their kid picked the right place to come to school because of the community that it's in, or that, okay, I'm really going to push my kid to come to Albion now because of the opportunities that this kid has had on and off campus, I think will really reach my student as well. Mm -hmm. I can imagine there's probably a part of you that would like 
that um, we could get to the point where it wouldn't be a surprise to have somebody like yourself who grew up in Albion and and went to the college that that wouldn't surprise people. Mm -hmm. But you would also lose out on that opportunity to share why it is and the the things that really like kept you here. So it's almost a double edged sword a little bit like you'd like people for not to be surprised. Right. But it's also nice that it does make for a great conversation. I think people will always be surprised just because not many people want to go to college in the town that they've been in for 18 years already. Uh, True. But I think it's also a way to really show off what this town has to offer. Um, The fellows has helped to do that by keeping some kids in town and really building that relationship between the community and the city, but also showing other people what we're made of, so to speak, that we can do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So you talked some about the positives and things that that kept you here, but in any community, and Albion is no different, there's certainly issues or challenges that a community struggles with. And sometimes a community is is better at acknowledging or bringing up tough conversations than other, um, other communities. But are there any issues or challenges that you feel like the Albion community should be talking about as we sort of look forward um, and maybe even right now the perspective is a little changed with COVID, but, you know, say pre-COVID that you feel like the community really needs to engage in a conversation around X topic or, or something that you feel like would really help the the community move forward. Is there anything that stands out to you? Um, so I mentioned that the facelift, so to speak, that that downtown has gotten has been one of my favorite things to watch. With that being said, it's also one of the things I'm kind of fearful about, um, just because I want to make sure that community members that do put in, uh, whether it be stores or restaurants or meeting spaces or whatever, really keep the whole community in mind. Um, not just say the upper end of the community or the lower end, because there's a lot of, in the middle. Um, and really just making sure we stay together as a community and not divide into the upper and lower halves that so many cities do. Mm-hmm. So keeping Albion's cohesiveness across the you know the whole community mm-hmm. would be a, a huge piece for mm-hmm. you. Just making sure everyone has access to whatever it is, whether it's special movie price tickets or say a discount for students in middle school if they bring in their report card to go to lunch, just really making sure that the businesses downtown reach everyone in Mm -hmm. town. Awesome. So Katie, we always end our um, podcast and our conversations with a question about asking what individuals might be spotted doing around town, um, certainly probably pre and post COVID. So don't, don't sort of respond to like what people might find you doing right now, but in sort of a, a more quote unquote regular time, what might people find you doing around Albion when you're not, uh, working, studying for school or uh, volunteering with the Build Albion Fellows? What else might they find you doing? Well, you can usually find me on Friday nights at Charlie's. 
Um, <laughs> I've been going there uh, with my family for as long as I can remember on Friday nights for dinner. Um, it's kind of our meeting and recap place for the week, start of the weekend. Um, so you can find me there and you can usually find me at the movies any given weekend, no matter what's <laughs> playing. Awesome. So movies and food. That's what we we can expect to yeah. see yeah. Katie <laughs> doing um, when she's not working, which I know she's she is a voracious studier. So there's not much time um, that you have to do movies and food, but but you do make the time. So, well, Katie, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate your perspective as a young leader in our community. And we hope that you continue to stay engaged even while you're away at graduate school. I know there's a few people here in Albion that will help you stay connected, but um, certainly Albion needs more people like you, um, young professionals to stay connected and engaged with the community. So thank you again for for joining us and, and taking time out of your busy schedule. Well, thanks for having me. I've enjoyed the conversation. So um, if any of our listeners have any feedback or suggestions about who we should interview, uh, get in touch with us on our website, downtownalbion.com, or leave a comment on one of our episodes. Also, we hope that uh, you'll join us next time on Brick by Brick to make sure that you get an update on all the new episodes whenever they come out. Make sure that you're subscribed to Brick by Brick on iTunes or SoundCloud.com. And you can also find and listen to each of our episodes on our website, downtownalbion.com forward slash brick by brick. Until next time, we hope to see you around town.